Welcome to the seventh episode of The Extra Point. Let's get right into it, recapping the West Virginia game. Enjoy. a really good fight though hats off to them though they they do what huggins teams do they compete they, they, match they up give well it their all they, personnel wise they match up very well with them they did match up well but i mean the press worked in the first half but like i mean i i'd be lying if i said i wasn't a little worried when they were we were down six but then again like i said someone mentioned the clock you, you mentioned the clock and i said that clock's not going anywhere when we got when we're already in the bonus with, trouble, with 12 yeah, minutes like nine to go. Minutes, yeah, like 12 minutes to go. Damn. That's what, yeah. like, you're, you're, like, with Jay Wright teams, we're just so fundamentally sound. It's like, I feel like we never make free, miss free throws in clutch times. We don't turn the ball over. Everyone can handle the ball. Everyone can make threes. Everyone's so versatile. Yeah, I love that he right came out in the press. Plays. I love what? that they came, I love they came out in the press, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, they, I like they, 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 they come out and they throw something completely different at you, and they yeah. do it so well. You know what I mean? Like, they completely throw you off your game. And um, what what the fuck was I just going to say? Ah, oh, fuck, I forget. Tom, oh, you had something to say, Tom? Yeah, I was going to say the fouls really killed them, like you guys said. I mean, yeah, if they didn't foul, get in that foul, they didn't get in that foul trouble early, I think that would have been a much closer game down the stretch than the score was. I mean, it was a close game. It was still competitive till the end, but... I think it would have been a much closer finish, probably like five, six points if they didn't get in that foul trouble because Villanova gets the line. They're hitting free throws. They're not a team that's going to get there and miss. So that really killed them. Like Sully said, 12 minutes left, 13 minutes left in the second half, and they're already in the bonus. That's game over. I said that to people I was watching it with. I was like, this game's over. I'm like, Villanova's not going to miss yeah. these free throws. I'm like, every foul now, no matter what it is, you're on the line. You're screwed. Yeah, the second I, I knew, the second I knew it was RIP was – as soon as they went into the bonus, Sully texted, oh, here come the free throws. And I'm like, fuck you, Sully. Here come the fucking free <laughs> yeah, throws. I and mean, here, here's the game. I mean, yeah, I hate to be that guy and the fan, but, like, <laughs> you guys were giving me shit when, like, they're down one. Like, like oh, no, Sully. You know what? I know you're just trying to get me riled up and give me, <laughs> get me to respond, but, like, I, I definitely wasn't worried when they were down one, like, Seven minutes into the game, I was how like, fun was it? How fun was it to watch Kanate though underneath that rim? Fuck. He's a monster. You hit, you hit the beast. nail on the head. He's a was a great, great, great player to pick for the tournament. It, just wish yeah. they would have went longer to see him. I mean, from a basketball standpoint, he's a he's a monster. Honestly, do you guys feel like if West Virginia was in a different region, they could have made it to the Final Four? I do. I think the only <laughs> team they lose to is Villanova. Yeah, but you could say that about like a dozen teams. I feel. Yeah, like. you could. Yeah, you I mean, yeah, I think if I, I I don't agree with every region, but I'd say if like they were in like Kentucky and Arizona, like in Loyola's, I think they definitely would have killed that one. I mean, you know, like, if if Loyola's where Oklahoma was, they're out. They're not making it past the second round. Like they're losing right. to, to Duke or Michigan State yeah, if they if they get shit by Rhode Island. You know, I so. agree with that hundred percent. Loyola's, yeah, I, yeah, we got a lot of credit for Loyola, but I mean, I don't know if there's been an easier road for a high seed like that to the, to yeah, how far it's sure. gone. West ever. Virginia would have just overwhelmed them though, because Loyola is a team that turns the ball over. That's their one knack. If they're if they're gonna get beat, they turn the ball over, and yeah. they would they would they would have them looking real bad. That would be a blowout. Yeah. And they're small. 
Yeah, Loyola isn't big. Yeah, but they're just they're just very skilled players. Like I with that guy, uh, something Jackson, the kid Jackson. His his post moves, and he's like a six five guard. His his footwork in the post is absurd. He makes like these diving Bro. layups at weird angles. And Cuss's jumper. Like that too. Cuss's jumper is fucking filthy too. Yeah, they're gonna have a. They're going to have a tough time matching up against Michigan being that small. I mean, Kansas State's pretty small too, but Michigan, you got some guys that are 6'7", six, 6'8", six, on that team. You're gonna, they're going to get worked down low, I feel like. Yeah, Kansas State had a lineup on the floor against Kentucky. The tallest player was like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah, which is like a, to, against Loyola. I mean, that's perfect for them. They can match up size-wise, but they're going to get in trouble in some of these games against either – even if they beat Michigan, they're stuck playing Kansas and Villanova with the same situation. You're going to get it Kansas outsized. State, Kansas State really missed Wade. That, they would have won that game if they had Wade. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I yeah, I'm really disappointed. I mean, I guess he couldn't play. Like, I mean, you saw it a little bit in the Kentucky game. He really didn't have the lateral movement. He had a, he made a foul or two that was just like just reaching on the guy because he couldn't, he couldn't move. That's unfortunate. I mean, he, he's a really good player. Um, bad, bad injury, bad time, but. Yeah, speaking speaking of another team that couldn't make it, Gonzaga again, losing to Florida State seventy five to sixty. Yeah, like jeez, will this team I ever get over the hump? Huh? I just think I don't think Gonzaga played that well of a game, and you know Florida State they they matched up with them pretty well. Florida State's big, and I just think I I don't think Gonzaga played that well that game. I mean, I, I haven't been too impressed by Gonzaga, but the real the real blow I didn't know going into the game. Honestly, I, I hate to say that, but I didn't know Tilly wasn't playing. I mean, they were they were pretty much done once that once he wasn't playing. Yeah, he's one of their their go to guys, guys that can stretch the perimeter, one of their bigs, and they just they were looked lost without him. Fucking Barkley is like at halftime. He's doing the segment. He's like, oh, I, I just found out Tilly wasn't playing. I'm like. Hey. <laughs> Fuck, Where the man. fuck have you, you been this whole time? Yeah, I didn't know that going into the game, but I I knew that as 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 the game went three seconds in. Oh, Tilly isn't playing. Okay. Why is he on the college basketball? I never understood it. He's been there for like a few years, but I never understood like why he makes the transition from co- like why not why Shaq over him? I mean, why him over Shaq or why him? Well, over I don't know. I, why not both of them together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know what like I, I like why are they making them college basketball guys. I guess probably for viewership, people recognize them. Yeah, yeah, that I whole mean, TNT crew enough. or whatnot. Chuck yeah. needs the money a lot more than Big Baby Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Another game from the Sweet 16. I mean, we know Duke is out, but Syracuse and Duke 69-65. Damn. Yep. Duke shot out that fucking zone, man. Yo, what's with them slapping the fucking floor in a zone? They're in like, a zone. What are you doing? <laughs> they're coming across half court. They're in zone. And all of them are just slapping the floor. I'm like, well, come on. It was give so me bad. Give why, me so bad. Why didn't they feed Bagley more? That's what I didn't understand. Late in Bro. The game, they why didn't they feed Bagley on every play they've ever run? Oh, my <laughs> God. Bagley's so frustrating. I, don't I, I feel like he's not going to be as dominant as we think because – the thing is, he's got that. He's got that. He's got that. He's got some Kevin McHale post moves under the rim. He's got good post moves. He's got touch from outside, but he, he doesn't have a presence sometimes. About I know him. he disappears. Yeah, look, they, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't. He has the moves, but he doesn't. He doesn't say, "Give me the ball on the block right now, ISO. 
I'm taking you right now. Three dribbles, stuffing on your face. I mean, he's he's the most explosive dunker, possible, him or Kanate, dunk-wise. I mean, he's a force, but he's just, I don't know. There's something missing. Well, the, I think he's a more athletic just, Chris Bosh. Fucking Carter didn't even get going. Well, I mean, I, with, with all due respect, I mean, I think he'll be, he'll be happy if he has Chris Bosh's career. I mean, Chris Bosh had a... Very yeah, good. I mean, I mean, I, I think most pro or players coming out of into the NBA would be happy with that career, if not all. Yeah, he's got he's got the, he's got the range. He's got he might be a he has a chance to be a little bit bigger, I think, more physical. Yeah, right? he, I mean, just like the the ways he's effective and the type of style he plays with, I think is most closely similar to Chris Bosh. I mean, there's a lefty thing. Maybe he's probably like a little Chris Webbery with a, with more range. Um, yeah, I could see that. But yeah, those type of guys, like that, that's where I'd put him. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was saying, I just want to put yeah. it out there. I took uh, Duke money line, and um, I got it at minus one eighty. And that last shot that Grayson Allen missed, I swear to God, as soon as he missed that shot, it fucking rolled out of the net. I was like, Duke's losing this game. Yep. I just, Bro. I just, I had a fucking gut feeling. I was like, Oh, oh. man, no time. It's all right. I had him. I had a minus two and a half, plus two and a half, and minus four and a half. Or, I mean, plus four and a half, so uh, I lost all three. Power of the life, man. Pretty much sums up your tournament, Dave. Yeah. Dave, anything that you bet, honestly, everyone should just probably pick the opposite because you have been abysmal this I was tournament. Too, I was like, I was pretty even on money until that bet. I'm down now after Duke because I was just letting it ride. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Fucking, can we talk about the Duke game and the Wendell Carter play? Bro, uh, that was a oh charge. God, that was, that was a charge. That I want to know. That was, that, I that was really that pissed about in the that. Parking lot. That's, that's fucked up in my opinion. I mean, I know we give the refs a little bit too much of a hard time sometimes. I know we don't, they don't get to see the replays that we do. And we get to we get to micromanage them and say, oh, you, you fucked that up. And we get to look at it slow-mo. But that that's unacceptable. When if someone has four fouls like that, they're clearly there. They're not moving. He was out of control. He was there before he he, he left off the floor. And it, it was just that's that's the definition of a charge. Yes, textbook. And, yeah, that, and, that, and, that, and that to me changed the whole complexion of the game because Carter was killing it. Carter had some. Yeah. They put him in with five minutes to go or four minutes to go. And I was like, oh, great, Carter. They're going to lose now. And then Carter's just just taking it to them down low. He was the reason that they were back in there. And then he's. Dude, he followed out on that bullshit block call, too. That was a check. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, what the fuck are you right now? Sorry. Dude, that's <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Is like you cannot make that call right now. Oh, there. I thought you were talking about the um the, the play where it went out of bounds. No, 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 no. Stay with us, Zachariah. Sorry. That 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 was not what I was but that was also, I think, I mean that could have gone either way. That could have gone either way, but I think to overturn it, that's a little much. Yeah, they couldn't. Oh, yeah, that's a you got to keep it where it's at because yep. you can't oh overturn my God. that. How do you make that call right there? And the thing was, he didn't do it right away. You know how he got he got all ready. He got all ready to pump up and call it a charge. He took his time. He collected himself, and then he called the block. He was like, it was very. You got to throw that charge. No, Mister? yeah. He, and that wasn't even like you talk about refs. Have, we have a chance to see the replay. That was all twenty thousand people in this stadium and millions watching knew that was a charge the second Wendell Carter's ass hit the floor. Oh yeah, and, and I hear everyone I hear, but I that watch ref. PTI, I watched PTI today. Great show. I love Mike Wilbon, but I hear him saying that was clearly a blocking foul by definition. 
What, Mike? No. <laughs> you fucking retarded. Like you're one of the more res- well-respected people in the business, but you're not gonna be if you quick if you keep saying shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that's not a charge, show me a charge. Yeah. Show show me a show me a player. He's like he was clearly moving. Like what? Yeah. Maybe his shorts were moving. Like from the. <laughs> also, the rule does not state you have to be. 100% stationary. Exactly. That's another. That's another good point, Jones. Like you see all the time when players are driving, then they're they're with them and they're 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 literally obviously moving with them, and then they just take the contact because they give them a shoulder or whatever. It was really upsetting to lose my bracket in 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 the bracket that I created with all of us, and <laughs> I think I really had a real ch- good chance to tie it for work Dimitri, first. But fucking yeah. Sad. According according to D, you did not have any chance, bro. Apparently I didn't. Apparently I was in <laughs> yeah. last place, even though he was lower You've than me. Never he said been. I was in last place. Like You've he never been more wrong. Bet and said you're in last place. He's literally lower than me, and I wasn't in last. So, <laughs> I don't know what what's gotten into Hito Turkaloo lately. Tom, lately, but he's. Tom, now quick question, Tom: Is Grayson Allen the greatest Duke villain of all time? Better than Leitner? Or not? Nah, I don't know if he's better than Leitner. Leitner is I a mean, fucking... If he made that shot, this might be a conversation. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed, though. <laughs> I have to say, I he missed that first one at the end there. That He got that offensive rebound, pulled back out to three. And I thought that second one was going in. And then that, at that point, if he hit that, then, yeah, he probably would have been. But, no, I mean, he gets to go home crying. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah. Fucking Grayson. I mean... I didn't have any problem with the shot, to be honest. That was so close. A centimeter to going in. Right. Yeah, especially really? with, especially not down any points. Like, you just, you're tied, you're going for the win or not, or overtime. Like there, you, you, Yeah, there's so many worse things you can do in college. I've seen people turn it over. I've seen, you know, a travel, whatever, a moving screen. He, he got the last shot like he was supposed to. It was a decent look. I mean, he played awful the game, and then I thought he really took over the last minute or so. He was getting to the line, and... And really making his free throws, I thought he really came out big at the end, but not big enough right there. Even though, what can you do? What can you do on that? Yeah, I mean, we could definitely say Grayson is not afraid of the moment. He definitely wanted that, and he took the shot. I don't think it was a bad yeah. shot. I completely He's agree. Got balls. He's got He's balls. got huge balls. Yeah. Huge yeah, he'll balls. be a like he'll be a decent piece on a team on the right situation in the league. Yeah, agreed on that. Definitely. All right, now switching over to another Kansas team. Um, Kansas State losing to Loyola, the legend of Sister Jean continues, and people definitely hate her nowadays. But Loyola with a dominant win, seventy-eight to sixty-two. Can this team do it? Yeah, they got God cheating for them. Jesus Christ is literally in Vegas, fucking swinging books back and forth, whichever way he wants. You ever seen the? You ever see the movie Angels in the Outfield? Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is literally what's going. <laughs> this is literally what's this going on. In Loyola. <laughs> I think they have a decent shot of beating Michigan. I, I'm definitely gonna ride them with the points just because they they have that momentum. What's the line uh, at right now? I think what? it's five. Five. Perhaps, maybe. I'm, I'm riding with the points too. I mean, I mean how can you keep points, betting against dude. them? Take the magic, you know. How can you bet against them at this point? I mean, like I keep saying, like I, you know, I don't know if they're gonna win this, you know. They're not that big, but they just, they're just—they're a fundamentally very sound team when it comes to passing. They pass the ball great. They find the open shooters. They, they make the, the extra pass. Over. They turn the ball over a lot, though. They turn—that's the one thing. That's their one Achilles heel. That—that's not—that's not great fundamentally. Is they turn the ball over a lot. But other than that, they play great defense. 
They're they're a tough team. I mean, it's it won't be easy for Michigan. No. What are the what do you guys think are the keys for both teams? Like what do you think Loyola has to do to win or what do you think Not Michigan? Turn it over. Straight gotcha. up. What do you think Michigan has to do then? Michigan has to use Wagner down low. I yeah, concentrate they, down low for sure. I think they need a they need, need to get him in foul trouble. They don't have some they don't have the best bigs down low. Uh Loyola if they have a weakness it's their size. And I mean if Michigan shoots shoots the lights out, I mean that's going to be a blowout, but they probably won't because they're a good contesting team. But I mean that's what I would say. Loyola I mean, could steal it down the stretch on Michigan. Michigan is one of the worst free throw shooting teams in the country. They get you know they get into a free throw battle at the end of the game. Michigan sixty six percent, three hundred twenty. Yeah, apparently game. the Florida State coach doesn't know that. Yeah, Florida <laughs> State coach, no idea. He's Tom. playing one of the worst divisions. No idea. Did, and, and if you noticed, they have Simpson, the 50% shooter. They got three guys on Simpson, the 51% shooter. And they yeah. dunk it wide open. They leave Duncan wide open, 90%. Duncan Robinson, just just your standard good free throw, great free throw shooting white forward. Just leave him open. I think they were surprised when they got the ball in and they didn't foul. They kind of just yeah. looked around and they were like, oh, well, I guess we're just going to take the ball up the floor. Yeah, like I mean, that <laughs> everyone in the world was waiting for the foul except for the state coach, the only guy that needed to call the foul. <laughs> He's kind of like that meme. That little dog is in the middle of the fire. He's like, "This is fine. This is good. We're we're chilling right now." Yeah. I mean, like, do you have? Like, I wrote about it this week, but like, do you gotta you gotta like fire that guy, right? Like, absolutely. You're coming out of your game, like thinking, "Oh, great! They, you know, they made a great year. They went farther than they expected." Uh, they just had a little blunder at the end of the game, you know, no big deal, which it turned out better, but, you know, it's, we're, we're going to run it in stride. Then you hear the it's interview. It's tough for me to say this. Yeah, it really how about is, that? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think you can fire oh. him, and I really don't want to take his side at all, and I think he's a fucking idiot. And, he, like, I was the one who ranted it about first, and I saw you write, wrote an article I was spot on about it, Jones, but, I mean, they beat they beat three or four teams with I think three teams that were higher seeds in them. They beat the one seed Xavier. I mean, they still had a great year. I mean, ph- philosophically, I mean, I think they need to have a sit down with him and be like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? I'm like, bro, do yeah, you know yeah, how yeah. the game of basketball works? Uh, I'm not even <laughs> suggesting that they actually do fire him, but like, because of that, you now have to sit down and have the conversation because <laughs> it's a it's a real like issue of how competent is this guy moving forward. He makes both free throws. He probably does because it was Duncan. He makes both free throws, down six, come back, make a three. Who knows? Maybe even get a steal. They're a very, they're a long <laughs> athletic team. Maybe you get a steal. Maybe they get a five-second violation. There's so many things that can happen. Maybe it's a battered off someone out of bounds to your ball. Or maybe you just free throws and they miss. Yeah, it's, like, if you're the yeah. players in those situations, I feel like you just fucking foul anyway. I feel like yeah, you're like, you screw this. Screw this idiot! Like, if we're gonna lose this game, I'm at least gonna do the oh, smart 100%. thing here. Great like, point, why? Tom. Why I do mean... you? Why do you listen to the coach? You got to be like, this guy's a fucking idiot. I mean, maybe if you win, you don't get to like start the next game. You don't get as many minutes the next game, but you still had a chance at winning this game. If so you win the game at that point, I hope you're a goddamn hero. But he'd probably be your ass. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be pissed. But you didn't listen. You should have listened. It's like, well, we fucking weren't gonna win the game with your dumbass plan. One but of the probably, seniors. He, one he, of the seniors should have done it. He's huge. He's like 300. He's like 6'8", 300. He, he would scare <laughs> me. I don't yeah, know. They were probably really just terrified. How True. about that interview, though? Jones, you were talking about it? Yeah. Uh, it's just like, it, to me, it's like, first of all, Dana Jacobson was like asking whatever the question that everyone in America was wondering. And he just had the audacity to be like, like, we're crazy. Like, what do, what do you mean? 
<laughs> it's you just like if you hire you hire like a, a, a nuclear physicist to do like to build some great rocket for you. He gets on site and you figure out the motherfucker doesn't know his multiplication tables. Like that's how simplistic it is. And the guy's just <laughs> so far off that I just don't get it. <laughs> he is fucking off the res. Alright, how about Sully, you take it. Nova destroying Texas Tech. I mean, it was a little closer than the sh- the score shows, but in the f- the second half, those last couple minutes, they really pulled away there. Would you like yeah, about I that mean, game? Um, I thought we would win by more. Obviously, there was there was a little bit at uh, the second half where we we just we, that was our game that where we didn't hit shots to be honest, and I'm glad it happened against Texas Tech. I think I said in the group we went, went like four twenty four, and. And history shows us you're not going to shoot lights out, even if you're the best three-point shooting team like Nova was. So I'm glad it happened against them. And But we still competed defensively. We still were making our free throws. I mean, DiVincenzo had some – DiVincenzo does some amazing things, uh, playing defense without fouling, contesting some shots, some great put-back dunks. Um, I thought it was really good that we didn't play our best game and we still pretty much dominated the game. The first first half after down 9-1, I was sweating my pants. I'm not going to lie. I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous. Down 9-1, you're like, I mean, is like they just not bring it? Like, that's not like a Jay Wright team. He, they just not show up. And then they were just like, all right, Eric Pascoe, Mari Spolman were like, all right, we're going to get this going and on a day where Jalen Brunson didn't have his best game. Um Bro. You guys yeah, literally, it felt like you guys, late in that game, you didn't miss one shot. We did. It, that's, it that's, literally was bananas to watch. You guys didn't fundies, miss fundies, one fundies, fundies, as Keith Hernandez shot. would say. Fundies, Gare. Just, it was the it's clutches. all about, it was it's one all of about the free most, throws. It was one of the most best late game performances I've seen this tournament. Like, it was unreal how you guys took over that game. It was a clinic. It was literally a clinic. Yeah. I, I expected, you could have pulled up from half court, and I would be like, yeah, he's going to make that. That's easy. Easy money right the, there. The entire game, that Villanova defense just had Texas Tech off rhythm. Um, that was something. That was the biggest thing I noticed, especially in the first half. They, Texas Tech was just taking very poor shots, like pulling up like threes with like they weren't driving with two people on them. Like Villanova just had him in like a in a fit on offense. And I thought I took Texas Tech to the points mainly because of that defense. They have a very good perimeter defense, and obviously Villanova is the best three point shooting team in the nation. Um, I thought that I thought Texas Tech defense would you know give them fits, but like I like you said, Sully, fundamentals and great coaching and yeah, you know, Villanova knew knew exactly what to do to adjust to that, and they did. And you know we did shoot, we shot awful actually. We shot like thirty five percent, but it was our rebounding which really got us there. We oh, had like dominated. We dominated. yeah, I and mean, that was just like it, that was great to see for me because that's what not what we're known for. Like, what did we get? I think 20 offensive rebounds, like Spellman, Pasco, everyone. It was just a team effort rebounding. And I was just like, they just play so hard and play well. And I really, even though Jalen Brunson didn't play well, I don't know if you guys saw his post moves for a guard. I've so- talked about before. His footwork in the post for like a 6'2 guard is phenomenal. Like yeah. some of the moves he makes, footwork, he's so crafty. He almost reminds me of like a Luke Kennard with his footwork. Different player, but with the footwork, just knows how to pivot well. Yeah, he's another guy that can carve out a nice little spot for himself in the league with on yep. the right team. Yes, he can. Definitely. He could be a nice backup point guard minimum. So the, I, the Knicks are talking about taking him. I know he's you know a lot of mock drafts have him in that range. Um, the, the second round Knicks. Yeah, second pick. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he may come back, and I think Bridges is probably going to go. The the rebounding disparity is fucking insane. Villanova had fifty rebounds. 
Texas Tech had 28. 51 we had. I have 51 on. Jesus. 51. Yeah, 51. Yeah. And <laughs> Texas Tech had 28. Can't win a game like that, man. I mean, you look down the box score for Villanova. Pascal, who I love, very underrated, 14. Spellman, 6. Booth, 4. Bridges, 5. Brunson, 6. Crosby, Roundtree, very good minutes for us. Seven, point, uh, seven rebounds. Even Chenzo rebounds. Everyone's contributing. Everyone's getting four or more rebounds. Like that's that's the way you team team defense is great. Team rebounding, hit the glass. I you just can't stop. Can't stop the train when the train gets rolling, man. Can't stop, won't stop, baby. All right, Zach. What was your your favorite game? That whole Elite Eight right there. Best game. The what do you think? Eight? Yeah, Elite Five Eight. Yeah, the, saw the Elite or, Eight or was, Sunday. Yeah, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, Kansas Duke. Damn, everybody yeah, just game. loves to see Duke lose, huh? Yeah, I mean, that, that was just a good game to no. watch. No, I don't yeah. like to see the Duke lose. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I win the Bleacher Fan uh, bracket now with that loss? Uh, I have to check the standings, but um, I think so because it was down to me and you. Cool, I'll take it. I won something. I just like the idea of those two coaches going at it. I hate Bill Self. I think he's a fucking pussy. But um... <laughs> to him, his players are pussies. Dude, he bitches about every fucking call. It's so he annoying. He does bitch. And his whole face just turns red. He's like a little fucking baby out there. there. But that was that was a great game. Um, I mean, there's two powerhouse two powerhouse schools going at it. Whole country watching it. It was just came down in the end. It was a fucking awesome game. All right, now let's talk about the final four. We got Loyola versus Michigan, Nova versus Kansas. What are you guys picks in those, Tom? I. Love Loyola, but I think Michigan's going to end up beating them. Um, I just think they're going to outsize them. They're not going to – Loyola's not going to have anything to match up against these big guys that Michigan has. And then uh, Villanova-Kansas, that could be a real good game. Both those teams can put up some points. Um, I think Villanova's definitely the better team out of the two. They're the clearly the best team in this tournament. I mean, a lot of people didn't see it that way at the beginning, but it's pretty clear now they're the best team that was in this tournament. Yeah, Sully called it. <laughs> Sully called it at the beginning. But uh, yeah, good no, call, I think Sully, fucking one seed. Good job. <laughs> I think uh, it's gonna be good to Lipsicum. two, <laughs> two <laughs> one seed. <laughs> All right, there's no I in it. Lips. No, it's lips, lips and cum. Lips and cum. Yeah, lips and cum. It's, but no, I think that's gonna be a good matchup, Kansas Villanova. I think Villanova will probably win that one, and we'll see a one-three matchup with uh, Villanova and Michigan in the final. Wait, Sully. So yeah, let's get your picks. And how much is Villanova gonna win by? Because I'm assuming you're gonna take them. <laughs> well, uh, let's just set the record state here. And I normally don't pick Villanova to win. In fact, the one gotcha. year they won two years ago, I didn't pick them to win. So it's not like I always pick Villanova to win. I just want to set that record straight. Gotcha. Um, so it'll be very rewarding if they if they win this year. And I said this team is just so talented, most talented team in in uh Nova in their school's history. Yep. But I have I have Villanova winning and I mean you look at you look at I mean we haven't lost we haven't won a game by less than twelve. I mean it's it's like it's pretty crazy. So I don't think we'll win this by double digits. I think we'll win it by I still take Villanova the points. I'd say I'd say we win by seven to eight. I think it's relatively close. I don't think it may be as good a game as some people think. I think the spread's at five. Like for Kansas to win, they need to shoot the lights out, and Villanova needs to have another poor shooting performance. Um, Kansas has the big guy back. What's his name? 
I forgot it, it it's really hard to pronounce. The big guy is like seven foot two eighty. He could create some problems for us down low, but if we get him in foul trouble, um I think I think we're fundamentally the better team. Um as long as they don't shoot the lights out and we have a bad if we both shoot well, Villanova's gonna win. Um just better across the board. But and then in the other other game, I think it's gonna be a really good game. Um I think I like Michigan too. I think I like Michigan in a in a really close game. Maybe they win by four or five right around that spread margin and then and then yeah, I think Villanova Michigan could be a very good national championship game, but I Yeah, uh I I like uh I like Michigan and to beat Loyola. Uh I've I'm a huge fan of John Beeline. Um I think he's coached his Michigan teams far past where they should have been a handful of times in the last ten, fifteen years. Um, so I, I like where he's, I like them to, you know, out coach Loyola. Um, the size is going to be exploited like Sully touched upon. Um, so I, I think it'll, you know, the Ramblers momentum will carry them into this game and it'll be close. Um, but I, uh, I like Michigan to win probably, probably, you know, four to seven, um, coming down to the last couple of possessions. Um, but, and then for Villanova, Kansas, I mean, a, a week ago, I would have said this would have been a, a blowout for Villanova, but Kansas, I think will make this a game the way Malik Noman yeah. has been playing through the roof lately. I mean, he's averaging like 22 or 23 a game in the tournament. Um, he's just, he's been unstoppable and he, he single-handedly took Duke down yesterday or in the overtime. Yeah, he scored what, 13, yeah. 13. I don't, know how they st- I don't know how they stayed with that zone. Very, very dumb on Coach K. Very dumb. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think Nova does win, but, I mean, I think they have something to worry about where I wouldn't have thought that a week ago. Gotcha. Sully, that big man, did you ever get the name of him? Is Yudoka Azubuiki. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> it's, 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 hard, it's, hard, it's harder than pronouncing than Kanate. All right, Melly, instead of getting your picks, I want to know who's going to be the champion this year. Who is it? Uh, who's gonna be the champions? I mean, oh, fuck. It's the winner of the of the Nova Kansas game. Um, I think both of those teams are too much for Michigan or Loyola. Obviously, more than Loyola, but um, you know, I, I like I like Villanova. Like like everyone touched upon, they're just playing so well. They're so good in all facets of the game. Um, so Villanova, easily my pick. Yeah, sadly, I completely agree. I think they're just such a complete team, especially after watching that performance. Like you alluded to, Sully, I think that was definitely their poorest performance. And for them to pull it off, just an ugly win, and then to get so good down late in that game, it was just too much. I think that that's going to be their launching point, and I think they're going to win it. Now, switching over to the NFL. We got got some major breaking news coming in right now. What is it? Shocking. The UConn women's team made the final four. Oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> Never Wait, was. That. You really got me there. <laughs> wow. I, I, I was like, they're up like 30 in my head. I was like, no, there's no way they lost. <laughs> yes, Millie gone. Before we move on, Loyola Ramblers, they won their uh, conference, right? The uh, Missouri Valley, I believe. And yeah. so what I don't understand is why the committee doesn't put in more of these teams that come in first or second place in the shittier conferences over like a, I know Syracuse did good, but a team like Syracuse or Oklahoma a or a Big East team or something like that. Why don't they put in these teams that ride their momentum and clearly are Cinderella teams throughout the entire tournament? Get viewers in. They play well. I, I don't understand why more 
more teams that do well in shittier conferences don't get in. Because, I mean, it, it's I get it. I get the argument, but st- it's it's really a money thing because statistically, despite, you know, the outlying VCUs and Florida Gulf Coast and Loyola's, like, statistically those teams are, are seeing one game. And when you have Oklahoma and Syracuse versus Loyola Chicago and Murray State, that's that's a big amount of money in the first in the first round, um, and but not to mention there's more more of a chance that those teams go farther. I mean, it's just it, we remember the outliers because they're so crazy and so unexpected. But like Syrac- Syracuse as an eleven seed is is better than any of the other ones on average as an eleven seed. I, yeah, well, I Syracuse is really good at 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 being the last team in or so and making a run. But I think like to Zach's point, I think. I think Middle Tennessee State and St. Mary's teams like that are well so deserved. Yeah. And I think they would have won a game. And that's what makes March Madness so special is you have these type of teams. Like that's that's what that's why a lot of people watch is for these Cinderella teams to come. Yeah, in. he's not Absolutely. saying throw in every Absolutely. second place person. He's not saying yeah. throw in every second place team like a team. But if you yeah. had if you were the best team in your conference the whole way and you lost in the finals by a last second shot or something, like why not? Really? Like, just because yeah. they yeah. lost that one game? Com- no, I agree completely. No, that's fair. That's I fair. just want yeah. to touch on that because that's that, that's something that I really don't like about March Madness. But... Now, switching over a little bit to the NFL, and just one topic that we're going to touch up on is Odell Beckham and his contract situation. A lot of things are coming out now. People were speculating that the Giants would shop him because the Mars came out and said after 3-13, and 13, anybody's available, anybody would be able to move. Then everyone initially came out because it's Odell and said, oh, yeah, they're going to trade him. Where is he going to go? They're not going to sign him. Dave, you being a Giants fan, are you sick and tired of all this Odell talk and everybody ganging up on him and blowing everything out of proportion? Uh, I am. I mean, I, I want to, you know, this is a topic we spend hours on, but I, I want to, so I want to make it quick, but I mean, yeah. it is, it's, it's annoying as a Giants fan to, to hear all this stuff. Cause it, the second his name gets brought up, it, it's, you know, it's blown out of proportion. Sometimes, sometimes it's deserved, but you know, most of the time it isn't this report. I mean, at this point, we don't really know anything. We have two reports, two anonymous sources saying one saying that, he won't step on the field until he's paid. And we have one saying that the Giants aren't shopping him whatsoever. Um, I don't think the Giants are shopping him. I think teams are calling to make to see what the price is. I think that's happening. I don't. Who knows if the Giants are picking up the phone or who knows if the Giants are entertaining those offers? I mean, we we don't have any reason to believe that they are from Odell's camp or from the Giants camp. Yeah. At this point, all we see is two sides knowing there's a lot of money in between them. That they have to agree to a number. Odell wants his number, and the Giants want their number. All we see is negotiation tactics to this point. I don't think he gets dealt. I think eventually no they shot. come to some to some conclusion that to some long term deal. Um, and he'll get he'll probably become the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL plus a dollar. He get the AB contract plus a dollar or Mike Evans plus a dollar, whatever it is. Um, and that'll be it. Um, He's not going to get quarterback money. He's not. If he, he's not getting it from any team in the NFL if he wants to win a Super Bowl, because no yeah. NFL team's going to pay a wide receiver twenty-eight million dollars and then expect to be a full-fledged Super Bowl contender. Um, so I think you know the Giants want him there. 
Odell wants to be there deep down, but they both have to have some type of pride, and they're both coming from legitimate places. I understand why Odell wants to get paid now, and I understand why the Giants want to temper his contract expectations. They both have points that support those stances and reasons to. So, I mean, I think it'll be a little bit of a stalemate and a hold off. We'll hear a million different things from Shefty, from everyone around about what's going on (laughs) day to day now until the draft. And I think if he's going to get dealt, it's going to be on draft by the draft. If he's not dealt by the draft, they'll work out. There's no way he's getting traded and they'll work out a deal somehow or some way. They'll work out a deal. He might miss training camp, hold out, but they'll work out a deal somehow, some way. So we'll know in the next 31 days if his future's with the Giants or not. I think there's a chance. I mean, I think there's a little more of a chance that he gets traded than you, but I, I see a definite holdout in in uh, training camp, and who knows if it'll carry into the season. I mean, it's so far out. It's hard to tell. But um, what I will say about Odell is um, play a little bit devil's advocate, and something that I don't really like to see is, you know, he – he didn't really have obviously a great year last year between not really yeah. playing when he did, he didn't, you know, he was injured obviously. Yeah. Doesn't the competitor in you want to come back and say, I'm a fucking beast. I'm the best wide receiver in the NFL. I'm going to go put on a show and you're going to have to pay me. I'm going to catch a hundred balls. I'm going to score 16 touchdowns, 14, 1500 yards. Where's the competitive guy in him that, that says I'm coming off an injury. I understand that, but there's, Football's a risk. I know there's a risk of him getting injured, but there's a risk. Players have been injured doing so many stupid things. I know it, it's it's a tough sport, but wh- where's the competitor that says, let's go do this, let's go. We're coming off a three-win season. Let's fucking, I'm going to elevate my team. I'm going to take them to the playoffs, and I'm just going to grab the season by the balls. Like, I, I want to see that Odell. This, the so, one that wants to be so great and claims to be a team player, I want to see that one, and not just in words. So I, I, I get that. I see it, yeah. but I, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to blame, like, I definitely agree that, like, that's something I want to see out of him, but yeah. I can't sit back here and, and, like, blame him for needing to get his guaranteed money now. Like, he, as fucked as it is, like, any player in the NFL is one bad cut away from their career. Exactly. And, and that's, and, like, Odell, like, yeah, he's made a million, few million dollars, but it's not like he's caking like a, you know, over a hundred million dollars. Like he's probably got like he's not 10, set. 10 to twelve million dollars total in career earnings. Exactly. Um, so and and is that I completely agree, and I was just gonna say that he saw his first big injury, and now he's like, well, I have no financial security besides this, so if I don't get paid now. What's to say I tear my ACL again and maybe I can't cut the same Maybe I don't have the same explosiveness and then I'm shit out of luck. So I think he wants to cash in now while he knows that he could come back, be healthy, be explosive. And I completely agree with you guys. And the only people who are going to tell him to have that mentality are going to be the, the team, the people on the team. But everyone in his regular life who's advising him, his agent, his manager, or his, his PR guy, they're all getting 10% of that check. Yep. They're all getting their five, ten percent. So they're and the family's the other part advising him, and they're getting the other seventy percent of the check. So it's everyone who is advising him has interest in him being smart and getting paid, no matter what. So it's something that it, I understand where he's coming from, and I don't, I don't hate him for it. Uh, I just, I just hope for some reason coming from both sides. There's no reason it also, to spill over and just get a deal done. It also doesn't help that he's good friends with all these superstars like 
freaking I know. Ju- Jarvis Landry, who's getting paid 15 mil this year, and then he's friends with, like, LeBron, freaking Drake, which are probably all telling him, like, bro, go get the bag, secure the bag, get that big contract, hold down to whatever, and then Le'Veon doing the same shit. So it's, it's kind of that wokefulness that is screwing them over. But, yeah, I, don't, I definitely think he will hold out. Um, I think they will get something done. I, I The Giants just can't afford to lose Odell. I think he's such a huge part to helping Eli. I mean, look at the numbers without him. Has thrown 14 touchdowns and 14 picks without Odell. Has a 75 QB rating. But with Odell, he's thrown 66 touchdowns, 29 picks, and has a 91.5 QB rating, which is, like, astronomical how big the yeah, difference no, Numbers don't lie. Because he he's affects very the game good. in so many ways. Like, even without touching the ball, like, he's that extra half a second that Eli doesn't get his head blown off because Eric Flowers doesn't know <laughs> how to block. Like, it's it's crazy. But, you know, that's he's probably – just him route running has probably saved Eli two or three sacks a year. And it opens up the field for other guys. Is yeah, that same, exactly. Is the same shit that Moss, like, established and all these other great receivers like A.B. They got to – they take the corner and the safety so somebody else has single coverage. And yeah, opens up the field for everyone else. Go ahead, Tom. I, I think holding out like that, if he decides to do that, that's the kind of shit that gets you traded to the Browns, buddy. That's the <laughs> kind of shit that a lot of value comes from those picks you say you're going to hold out, and they're thinking, like Davey joked about earlier today, like, oh, we'll trade him to the Browns for the first pick, the fourth pick, and the uh, a second rounder next year. And it's like, don't forget Kevin Costner too. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Costner's. Costner's. Yeah, Yo, Kevin Costner's. GM teams, gone. teams need to stop fucking around trading everyone to the Browns because they're building a little <laughs> team over there. They're... Imagine if they did trade into the Browns and you had Landry, Flash Gordon, and Odell. That'd be. Doesn't filthy. matter who the quarterback is, they're gonna That'd find someone. Filthy. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the first and fourth for Odell. <laughs> that works for me. Get Barkley and Darnold. Can keep the second rounder next year, but Kevin Costner is a requirement. <laughs> Anthony, going back to your original question, out of the fifteen hundred players in the league, we all know there's only one irreplaceable guy. So, um, but I agree. We're not talking about the Packers <laughs> right now, Millie. Oh yeah, Jones. I'll cut Packers. that out. I'll do a little voiceover and say the Patriots. Honestly, it's hard. To, it's hard to disagree with what any of you guys are saying on this. Um, my stance is fucking, dude, just fucking sign him, draft a quarterback. That, that, that's what I would do. He belongs in New York. He has a personality being in New York. He is top three receiver if he's healthy every single year. He will be that for the rest of his career. Fucking pay the man, move on, draft a quarterback, call it a day. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, It's not like you're going to really – this new quarterback is going to spend his, the majority of his career with Odell. Like, Eli's got one, maybe two on the roster – Left years left. Uh, this this quarterback that we hopefully take with the second overall pick uh, will have Odell as his number one receiver for the next for the first five, six, seven, eight years of his career. I can see Josh Rosen airing out that bottom, uh, and that kind of scares me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sixty-two times a season. I know. I mean, dude, sixty-two you, you, touchdowns. You, you also you can't fault the guy <laughs> for wanting to get his money. I, I don't really like to, you know, fucking. Uh, shit on guys for trying to get paid like him wavy on i mean who like like you said anthony it takes one cut and he's fucking and he's done you know what i mean so i don't i mean 28 million dollars that's that's absolutely absurd he's not going to get that but um you know give him mike evans money like jones said fucking just call it a day get over it yeah i think that's that's what's going to happen and what should happen hopefully and if what in 
All right, so Eli, isn't he getting – he's getting paid a fucking stupid amount of money. When he's gone, that frees up a shit ton of cap room. Well, that's why they made the JPP deal is to free up $18 million 17. to pay Odell and right, and, exactly. and exactly. Landon. And, yeah, and Eli will probably get – I mean, it, it, it sucks to say, but Eli will most likely get cut next year because that's 18 or $19 million off the cap if he gets cut next year. Yeah. Bro, his cap hit next year is $22 mil. Okay. Oh, there you go. Bye bye, Eli. Eli? Yeah. Twenty yeah, two? Twenty two? That's yep. like that's that's a move the fucking Jets make. That is ridiculous. Oh yeah. stop. We were well, sitting <laughs> the offer from Sue. Which was also, smart play. Not everyone's yeah. quarterback wife is worth three times as much as them that they could support the family. So Erroneous. 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 <laughs> All right, the final word of this topic, Dave. Do you think he should be the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history? Final word right now. Do you think so? Yes. I think the way the market works right now, yes. That's what that's what the price is. That's the same way it works with quarterbacks. It's the same way it'll work with running backs. Any skill position that'll eventually what it will turn into what it becomes. Anyone within reason, whoever's contract is up next is the highest paid. Um, and I think for a guy that's unarguably a top three receiver in the league when healthy, you have no problem paying that price. So happy to give him Antonio Brown or Mike, Con- Mike Evans contract plus a dollar. Could not agree more with Jones on that. Every word. It's the market we're in right now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Give him a seven year, hundred and fucking trillion dollar deal. And call that, it a day. I'm, I'm down for that too. You want, like I said, I mentioned it last week. You want to give them two, three additional years, or like seven, eight years, six, seven years, uh, and less annual value, but more guaranteed over that period. I'm fine with that too, bro. I got I, the, I got confidence in him. I being got the good perfect player. contract for you guys right now. Give them seven years, and then put after the fifth year the, a club option. So if he stinks at thirty, you cut his ass. He gets his yeah. fucking money. You give him a big. You can bonus. even guarantee twenty five percent of the last two years' salary. Exactly. Don't even give a fuck. All right. So that was the final word. Now, baseball starting up again on Thursday, opening day. It is a yes. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing that snuck up on us. Thank it, God. It's kind of surreal because of March Madness going on. People forgetting about everything else. Millie, how excited are you for baseball to be back? Don't say anything about the Red Sox. We're not a Red Sox sponsored podcast here everything yankees all right i i i have to talk about the red sox because they they're gonna win the al east i don't care what happens and it'll end there big poppy big poppy big poppy chose the yankees bro i don't know honestly with the with the red sox with me i mean you guys have seen what happened the past couple of years they win a shit ton of games and then they get stomped in the playoffs because they're fucking pitching can't keep up um but, you know, David Price just said the other day this is the best he's felt in his career. Um, I like the acquisitions we got over the offseason. You know, I'm not saying this because I'm a Sox fan. I like how our younger guys are starting to mature, starting to find their roles in the system. Um, so, I, honestly, I, I, I do think that the Red Sox are going are gonna to give the Yankees a run for their money. And, if they, and when they do make the playoffs, I, I, can, I think they make it to the, um, to the pennant. I'm with you, Millie. Thank you. <laughs> I'm with you. I think Sale is going to go out and have another ridiculous season. I think he got robbed of Cy Young last year. Dude had three, 308 strikeouts, pitched 214 innings, which is second highest. He had uh, 7.16 strikeouts per walk. He uh, What's this other stat I was just looking at? 
Oh, he gave up a nice 69 earned runs. Uh, only 24 homers. 69, like, all right. <laughs> 24 all right, homers, right. only 43 walks. Like, the 308 strikeouts alone, that should get you the freaking Cy Young right there. He went 17-8. and eight. I, I'm bullshit still that he didn't get the Cy Young. But I think he's going to come back out and just jam it down everybody's throat again this year. I think it's the time for the Red Sox. If they, if they don't if they do not do something this year, I think I think you sell and reorganize. Because clearly if they don't do it this year, um, everyone's in their prime pretty much. Um, so if they don't do it this year, you know, management's going to have to start rethinking what they're going to do with the younger guys. I oh. think Alex, Alex Cora is going to make all the difference with this team. Having oh, a younger yeah. manager who's just like, Less than 10 years out of the league. He's a younger guy that can relate to these guys better than old man Farrell. I yep. think. And he's, he not an, he's, he's not an idiot like Farrell either. Farrell might have been the worst. fucking moron. Might have been the worst in-game manager I've ever oh seen. Oh, my God. No. We, well, really, no. I mean, Sully can contend. Yeah, Sully yeah, can contend. <laughs> well, I'll tell the you. The of the two. <laughs> he, he was an improvement over Bobby Valentine. That was... That was the worst manager. Hey, Bobby Valentine was actually good for the Mets, and that says it all for the Mets right there. <laughs> <laughs> Not so Wait, good for the uh, World Series. Millian, Tom, just a quick thing, though. You have to. You, you alluded to it, the sale innings. You have to limit that this year because you saw the fatigue in Absolutely. the playoffs. I mean, Absolutely. he had an 8.38 ERA. He got fucking destroyed. We all know he's a great pitcher. I think he's phenomenal. But you cannot pitch him. To, what did you say, 214 innings? Yeah, I There's mean, no the year way. before that, he had 226, but the only other time he's gotten over 210 was in 2012. And I On mean, a Sox he, team that really didn't make the playoffs. And yeah, you're not, you're playing. That's when he's playing for a team that's not that wasn't making the playoffs. Yeah. Now you're playing for a team that has a chance to contend for the championship. You know, I mean, they have a chance to get to the World Series if their pitchers can show up. The offense is going to be there. You have all these young guys. You have Jackie Bradley. You have Mookie Betts. You have Xander. You have J.D. Martinez now. It's like it. Oh, you have Hanley. Now or never, still. Tom. It's now, it's or, now never. or never. It's Absolutely. now or never. Every few I'm years sick. they pull it out. <laughs> I am sick of watching Red Sox pitching in the playoffs get fucking shelled. I am so sick of it. I mean, I know <laughs> the past few years against the Astros and the Indians, two fucking teams that s- slam the ball. But still, man. I mean, price. We all know how Price is in the playoffs, but. Funny I mean, enough, though, he was the only guy who could stop the Astros last year in the playoffs. He came out of the bullpen. Coming out of bullpen, you're paying yeah, millions of dollars. I was at I was at that game, the one game they won. I was at that game in Fenway. And, I'd be uh, more worried about fucking Sale in the playoffs yeah. given last season. Bold, bold well, I mean, prediction, we bold prediction fucking... on the Red Sox. By bold prediction, David, they don't make the playoffs. Uh, Dave Price will be a top ten pitcher in the AL next year. Ooh, I, I don't think that's that, that bold, I bro. Marcelo can bounce back too. Porcello comes off wearing a Cy Young and kind of goes out there and lays. Uh, the when he had the Cy Young though, his ERA was only like three six or so. He, he, yeah. Porcello he also isn't had a pitcher. He doesn't have the ceiling that David Price has. Oh, he also had not. an insane run support that year. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. You had you had uh, Mookie had over thirty home runs. David Ortiz had over thirty oh, home runs. I think Mookie's gonna have a great year. I think Mookie. Well, we'll Dave, get to it in a few minutes. Dave, uh, we're at the time of the year where Greg Bird just fucking. Takes a hammer to his foot and just says, "Yeah, I'm injured for another eight, fucking ten weeks." Yeah, did he like go into <laughs> Vegas and and get caught like counting cards or something? And they just took his fucking a sledgehammer to his foot and it's permanently <laughs> broken. Like bro, I don't it's get every it. Guy, year, he, like, bro. Walks on the the dirt that's too hard and it's six to eight weeks. 
it's unbelievable. But he's that's... he's he's not gonna have a very great career, honestly. And I'm not just saying that because I hate the no He's shot. gonna be yeah. riddled by injuries. It's no, it's so bad because he's he's so talented. He's so good. He's so great, and he's just it's gonna be you know best abilities availability, and he ain't got it. Dave, Bro. you think the Yankees start slow? Uh, I yeah, say I, that. Do. I think so I do too. too. I, I really think so do. too. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, the Yankees start slow. Yeah, I do. I, I think with all the expectations, a new manager, I think we're gonna start super slow. Everybody's like, oh, but the all the talent are they gonna go to waste? And now we're gonna kick it into fucking high gear. I think that yeah, I think there'll be a few games back come All Star break. Um, but I, I think after the All Star break, they really fucking put it together and put together the second half of the season and. Yeah, most I, likely I, win the division. I agree with that. For the yeah, they'll probably squeak it out. But I, I this is a point that's not really talked too much about with the Yankees. But so who's the first baseman for the Yankees now? I'll have you guys answer this. Neil, Neil Walker. Probably. Neil Walker. Yeah. So that's a position he doesn't normally play. He probably could be decent. Um, who's their second baseman? Damn. Probably Torres. Torres. To start. All right. He's not. He's not. If He's not Torres, he doesn't always lose the shortstop. DD. Fuck. And then who's yeah. third? Uh, Drury. A lot of new guys in different positions yep. for them. It's a lot. It's a lot of new. It's a lot. Uh, Frazier was great. I know Drury's very good, but Frazier was great at third. There's gonna be. An, you need to build chemistry as a as a as an infield with, with turning double plays and whatnot. And they had a great infield last year. Um, and I don't know. I mean, defense could be a little. I mean. Who knows? I mean, Drury, I mean, he kind of plays everywhere, but now he'll be a third. I know he's a good fielder, but, I mean, you got Walker at first. I mean, you're going to have Stanton in the outfield at times. Defense could potentially be a problem. I know Todd Frazier saved so many runs for you guys last year. He was a phenomenal third baseman, low-key, defensively. So I think you will miss him. Um, I think as you over time, and I think injuries will be a huge key for you. I think uh, John Carlos Stanton, it wouldn't surprise me if he – played in 120 games this year and hit maybe 38, 40 home runs just because he's normally not healthy. Last year was his big year. He's it wouldn't almost... surprise me if he hits 25 home runs over the Green Monster this year. <laughs> <laughs> is he, is he going to be your DH for the most part? Uh, we basically got four outfielders. As, as of yeah. now, it's, yeah. it's four outfielders for, yeah, what are you gonna for do with three that? spots. Alsbury's they're just going to the rotate. They're going to rotate DH. I'm not going to lie, Dave. It'll I'm, be mostly Judge and Stanton rotating DH and DH, field. right? Yeah, I was gonna say I am petrified of seeing Stanton at left field, just because I've have like I've seen him in the in the spring training, and I've just seen him misplay balls after ball in left field, and it's been fucking terrible. So I don't know if, how that's gonna work out if we put him out there. I mean, we're probably just gonna like you said, just DH and right field. I can't wait for those games where Judge and Stanton go off, and it's just gonna be like the high highlight reel. When they're just gonna have like in one game, there's gonna be like five home runs that go like 600 feet. Yeah, I cannot fucking wait for to see. It's gonna that. happen a few times for sure. As long as it's not against the Sox, Judge has to learn how to fucking not strike out as much, though, man. It's that breaking yeah. ball that used to get him used to buckle his fucking knees. That's, I mean, it, he, he had a that, that's what happened to him out of the All Star break last year, but then. People forget he came out and had one of the best September's in the league. He had 15 yeah. home runs. Oh yeah, and he yeah. said it. He has, it's weird. He has a great eye, but he strikes out so much. It's weird. Mark Dave, <laughs> Dave, and I we spoke about it last year. I hate when players do the home run derby because I think it messes up their swing so bad. It does. Yeah. And That's you saw it. See David Wright. 
Yeah, Four Judge already, yeah. Judge already that, said he's not the doing the... That, yeah, he's one and done. Movie. Yep, one and yeah. done. Don't do it. Stan, Don't. Stan's not allowed either now. <laughs> They're a package deal. I would. Does yeah. anyone want to hear about the Mets? Yeah, no. no, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I'm cautiously optimistic about the Mets. Um, Zach Wheeler's been terrible. I mean, he's been sent down to the minors to no one's no one surprise because he had like a 5-3 ERA or 5-7 ERA last year. Our uh, opening day lineup, I like it. I think it's pretty good. We got Brandon Nimmo. Uh, Conforto should be back in about two weeks. We got Nimmo, Cespedes second, Bruce, Frazier, Azrubal Cabrera, Adrian Gonzalez, Travis Darno, Ahmed Rosario, who I'm really excited to see, the dynamic shortstop for us. Um, he's going to be a wizard in the at, at uh, short. And Noah's uh, Thor. We got Thor not on the uh, steroid regiment. You know, lifting 500 pounds, so hopefully he can stay healthy. And the rest of our starting rotation is we got DeGrom, obviously. I think we have one of the best, not the best, one-two in baseball with Noah and DeGrom, one-two, healthy. Um, Three-four, right now we got Mats and Harvey, a little questionable. Mats has been better. He's been better since the 54 ERA, thankfully, that he started out with. <laughs> Down to like seven, so we'll take that. He's trending in the right direction. Uh, no one is getting um, spraining ankles on, you know, uh, sprinklers. So that's good. Um, and then our fifth starter right now is Seth Lugo, who's a guy I really like, actually. Very underrated. I believe his ERA is like 2-4 in the in the, uh, spring thus far. He, he's a guy that wins. Um, doesn't have amazing stuff, but he just throws strikes. That's who Wheeler got demoted for. And then Jason Vargas was a big signing that I'm really excited for. But he actually, of course, he broke his non-throwing hand. You know, typical <laughs> Met thing. So, yeah, that's Sully. And then Montero is out for the season, but I don't care. He fucking sucks. Fuck I'm you, I'm not Mike. sure who's fucked the Mets more, Bernie Madoff or your training staff. <laughs> <laughs> or Bernie Madoff Sully. took $600 million. Sully, Well, what's his Sully. name? The guy that gets paid a million every year. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Sully. damn. I'm ready to, I'm ready Winfield? No, it's not David. Uh, Galarag- Galarraga? No, what's his no, fucking no, no. name? I can't. He hasn't played in like ten years, fifteen years. Uh, it's more yeah, than yeah. that. Uh, oh yeah, it's like twenty. Yeah. Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla. 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 Yeah, Bobby yeah. Bonilla. He's <laughs> fucked us more than anyone. Yo, that is Bobby awesome. fucking Bonilla. Oh well, that was God. a result of Madoff. They couldn't. They didn't have the money to pay him. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, it's really just, it's fucked up. Through, um, t- through 2035, he's getting a million a year. That's it's, a nice it's life. Retirement plan. Sully, uh, I am ready. Sully, I am ready to put that uh, plus six fifty on uh, Thor winning the Cy Young. I like the odds. Those are good I odds. I really like the odds on that. He's a monster. He's he's really he, he's better than Degrom when he's as dominant as he can be. I mean, plus six fifty. Yeah, that's but he's gonna get like a pimple on his thumb, and it's gonna be six months. He's out. <laughs> no, you're right. He will. He'll be out six months with a pimple. I mean. Uh, it's hard. I like I like this team a lot. I like the team a lot once Conforto comes back. But I'll 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 say realistically, eighty five wins for the Mets next year. Under. Wow. Eighty five's a little high, in my a opinion. A little high, that's all of them. Every everyone liked the over at eighty one. What was eighty five that much? Where do we like them at? I didn't Did fucking that? say that. <laughs> Well, who Jones liked it, and and then who else liked the over? I know uh, someone th- else. It's eighty. I, I thought the over was eighty or seventy-nine and a half. It was like I'm eighty. I'm pretty sure it was Tony. I think. Or Tony. I mean, I'm not it. saying eighty-five is impossible, but like. Oh no! It's, I mean, we could win ninety games if we are if our pitchers are what they were two years ago. I mean, we like th- this is still a very talented team. I mean, I, I think I think people are forgetting we were we were in the World Series a couple years ago. 
Um, we still got a lot of talent. I mean, we had good additions. Frazier, Conforto is going to be really good. Um, Rosario could be real good. Who knows with Dom Smith? Adrian Gonzalez has potential. Yeah. I mean, there's there's potential on this team. I uh, like Nimmo. He's he's a good saddest, be a real solid player. But, the saddest thing I've ever seen was Dom Smith losing weight. That was the saddest thing I've ever seen. He uh he he stopped being a fat piece of shit. <laughs> oh, proud he... of him. And then the first the first first thing of the year, he misses the first like practice of the year. He's late or whatever. I was like, dude, what? I thought you got your life. Tony's fucking calling me right now. Tony, we're doing the fucking podcast right now, kid. <laughs> Get out of here, T. Tony, two times. Come on. Um, <laughs> big T. Tony um, T. What was that? Tony T's. Tony T's. Tony teases. Um, but I think the Mets can honestly. I want to say they could. They're gonna win 87, 88, and get like the second wild card. And you'd probably call me crazy. And I think they can. But I'm gonna say like 84, 85, and be a little, a little just. All right. Know. The final word. When it's all said and done, in at the end of the season, who are we gonna be looking at in the World Series? Who do you guys think, Tom? What are your two teams? I want to be a homer and say the Sox, but more likely, I think the Astros have a good chance of getting Absolutely. back to it. I think it could be. I think we could honestly see a uh, rematch of last year. It's possible. This is probably one of the best years for that to happen. Yeah, Sully can't can't the disagree Indians, there. Uh, the, the Indians could make a run. They're they're going to be just as good as they were last year as well. Sully. Um. Yeah, I think I, I don't. Mm. The Indians lost some people. They lost Carlos Santana. They lost Jay Bruce. They lost Joe Smith, the submarine. All leader. right, right. They lost some guys. So they're still going to be very good. They're still going to be a 90 win perennial team. But I like the Astros. I agree with you. They're just stacked. And they had Garrett Cole, which I think um, went un- under the ra- radar. Underrated, huh? Underrated yeah. right there. Yeah, right. Like, no one's really talking about that. Uh, a lot of Yankee fans thought they were going to get him. Sorry, boys. Uh, didn't get him. But. I think, and I'm going to go a little bit, it's going to be a little bit more exciting sleeper pick, but I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers coming out of the NL, actually. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Brewers. I really like, I mean, you're adding Lorenzo King, you're adding Christian Yelich. Yelich. Um, They added added a few pitchers. Who else did they add? They added uh, Chasson. They added, who are the other pitchers they added? They added a couple other guys that were pretty solid. But, I mean, I remember the two guys combined, Yelich and... Uh, Kane, they were like war. There was like additional nine wins just from those two guys. So it's like, um, I don't know. They got they got a lot better. They got Corey Kniebel, a great a great closer. Um, I think I think they're gonna be really good this year, honestly. And I think it's just because it's like yeah. the Brewers, they're not gonna be good. I think they're gonna win that division for sure. And bro, I, and I don't know. The Nationals always choke. The Dodgers normally choke, and then. The Cardinals and Cubs, I'm not too high on. And then Diamondbacks, Rockies, I mean, I don't think... Rockies are a dark horse team. They're what? Rockies are a dark horse team this year. Mm. They decided a lot of... Millie, give your your picks then, Millie. Realistically, it's going to be the Yankees coming out of the AL. Um, Too much firepower. Um, Mm. But, I mean, in the playoffs, I think... Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, all it takes is for, you know, Stan and Judge to have, have a couple bad games, and, you know, there goes there goes all your runs. But um, I'm going to have to go to the Yankees, and I, honestly, sorry, I like that. I like that Milwaukee pick, man. I really do. 
That's a dark, that's a dark horse team. I don't really Thank like you. a lot of teams. I don't really like a lot of teams coming out of the NL. Um, but you know, if I had to say right now, I say Yankees, Brewers. Yeah, any team that could remake the Sandlot and do it as funny as they did, you have to take them that seriously, was awesome. man. That they was got Ryan awesome. Braun back this year too. They got that was awesome. They got Ryan Braun back, who didn't really play last year. Loki, bro. Yeah, without without the roids, is he gonna be any good? Bro, he's a good hitter. No, he's a fucking really good hitter. This lineup: they got Christian Yelich, Lorenzo Cain, Travis Shaw, uh, Ryan Braun, Domingo Santana, very underrated. Uh, Orlando Arcia, a player I really like. I've seen a lot with him uh, watching the Brewers. Uh, Manny Pena, center. I mean, uh, catcher, center, idiot. Um, (laughs) Jonathan VR. Jonathan VR struggled, but batting eighth, I really like Jonathan VR. And then, um, yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, they signed. Oh, another guy they signed was Wade. Wade Miley, who's he's not a bad guy to give them some depth. I mean, he's not a stud, but he'll give. Then they got Chase Anderson coming back from injury. Um, Zach Davies had a really good year. Ch- Chasen, as I said, um, Jimmy Nelson had a great year last year. Low key, he had an amazing year. Um, I think he had like a three-five ERA, um, yeah. three-four. For, but pitching is gonna be their key. But they just. They got a lot of bats in that order. They got a lot. Of, they're gonna hit a lot of home runs. I'm a huge Christian Yelich fan. That Same. outfield, they're gonna cover a lot of ground with Yelich and um, Kane. Kane. Yeah, I don't know. Just it's a little bit of rolling the dice, but. All right, it's Dave. Definitely more. The more the Brewers in LA, cause LA fucking chokes. <laughs> they didn't choke last year, but they notoriously do. All right, Dave. Final word. Who's who? Year two. I mean, you know I'm bigger than Yankees because, come on. Um, <laughs> come on. Uh, but uh, I- I'm actually going to – I'm going to say this is this is the year. I'm probably going to look like a fucking asshole again. But this is the year the Nationals do something and make it to the World Series. Oh, jeez. I think sure – I think Harper's going to gonna come out on his, his, last, his last hurrah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come out, and try and win a World Series for Washington. Washington. He's gonna make it there. He's not gonna win. The Yankees are gonna sweep them. But um, that's your prediction. <laughs> no. No. That's what we're gonna be listening to. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Sinatra when they win. <laughs> they play Sinatra when they win. They play, the they play uh, the, some broad when they lose. <laughs> you can cut that out of me singing. My my voice is broke. <laughs> Oh, Dave, sorry. <laughs> you got the nasal in there. Nah, got... I'm gonna I'm gonna morph it so it's gonna sound like you you like you want the Yankees to win. Oh, oh fuck, yeah. oh, I, fuck I, you, fuck I, you, fuck you. Carries the team to the World Series and then rides off into the sunset for someone else. Right, that'd be the Cubs, the Yankees, the Dodgers. Yeah, give me the fucking Yankees. That would be disgusting. His what? Yeah. His dog's yeah, name is Wrigley. That'd be the most. That, that would. That, Whose dog is named Wrigley? Fan. And then they between the three of them, they get paid eight billion dollars. <laughs> Sully Bryce Harper. His dog's name is Wrigley. Oh yeah, no, I think he's. Not. Yeah, no, he's going. I think he's going to the Cubs to reunite with uh, Chris Bryant. They're Chris been, Bryant is his yeah, like, they're, they're lifetime the best, best friends. I see it, and then I think they're life and then partners. I think they're gonna be. They're gonna be a powerhouse again, and then it's gonna be like obviously. Shit, if Harper can stay healthy and not fucking break his leg on bags running to first, they're going to be pretty damn good. Or get you know strangled I mean? by Yankees Jonathan Papelbon. What about MVPs? Who do we like for MVPs? <laughs> like, wrap this up. Who do we like for MVPs? Ooh. Uh, not standard judge. They'll split votes. 
I agree. Um, Trout Not is obviously if Trout stays healthy, he's gonna yeah. win it. But yeah, how about how about we go a little? Uh, what about like George Springer? Ooh, damn! I don't hate it. Correa, right. spicy here too. Spicy Maybe Altuve has a little down here. Maybe second, is Springer game. in his second year? Dude, Third. Springer's people forget how nasty he was in the in the in the postseason. He broke like every record in the World Series. He had the most bases, like the most home runs. He went off. Parted <laughs> with him when he was in college, actually. Yeah, what, didn't you say he like dumped his girl right when he got drafted? Yeah, yeah I knew I knew his ex girlfriend, and, That's and I went to high school with, her and he he got drafted in like boop. Gonzo, Jesus, such a, such a douchey fratty move by him. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's yeah, losing man. sleep over it tonight. Yeah, I'm sure I, he really is the uh, in the, the, the world month. series. I, mean, I think that girl though. You're like, I dated him. God damn it. I think and now uh, she's crying with some briars. He's the type of girl that she would never like admit. Like she would just she would never admit that that like made her look bad. Like she would just be like keep definitely keep it to herself. Yeah, but we know. We all know. we all know. Oh, I think know. um, yeah. I think I think Mookie could make a run at it. Finished second in I voting agree. in 2016, back-to-back Golden JD, Gloves. JD's gonna help him a lot in the. Award. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Cause 2016, you had Ortiz in the middle of that lineup. He, none of the pressure was on him. He batted 318. He had 31 home runs, 113 RBIs. He had 102 RBIs last year. He steals a bunch of bases. He steals like 26 bases this season. I mean, not a bunch, but pretty good amount of bases stolen. It's like. He's great in the field. I think he can make a real good run at it if he lives up to the potential. He's going to be 25. He's, he's a, it's I worrisome with the, taking the votes, field. though. I think I think the hell have the same problem the Yankees have, and even the Astros too. Like all those guys are going to have the same problem getting votes taken from each other. Like no, I think that's why Trout's a legitimate thing, and also sleeper pick. I don't know if his team will be good enough, but Manny Machado playing for his fucking career money right now Bro, this year. That's yeah. a good tech. That's a guy. He needs to be better offensively because he what, was like 250 hitter last year, or he was really down yeah. there. But but yeah, he had a little bit of a down year for him and still hit like what 35 home runs. He's gonna bat like 313 with 39 mm-hmm. home runs and 125 RBIs. I like that pick a lot. I'm getting I'm getting this is random. I'm getting an update on my phone. Marco puts Fultz had 10 points, eight assists. Pretty impressive first game back. I think three of eight shooting or three of four of eight shooting. Uh, we digress though. Um, oh, high school team let him play tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh you know who i like for nl and there's a guy that's probably should got gotten it at least once at least once paul goldschmidt give me some goldie in the end goldie oh yeah goldie. as long as they're good enough that guy can steal 30 bags 25 mm-hmm. easy 40 no one runs. gives a flying fuck about phoenix sports not even people in legit phoenix. it's so crazy All I care about is goldie though trash market yeah, he's it's a, a nasty trash fielder too. He can do everything. He's nothing a worse than Tampa. Before. Well, it's gonna. What are the what are Phoenix and Tampa have in common? They're two fucking northeast commuter cities. Right. Everyone, everyone from there is from somewhere else, or everyone that lives there is from somewhere else. I like the connection, Jones. People right, like the off, lightning, though. To end it off, a player not MVP, a player who I think is gonna suck this year, kind of a hybrid player, Otani. I think his spring kind of showed like. Batting, all the dominant pitchers really were able to get to him by changing speeds. I think his game is going to take him a little bit longer to translate over to the MLB from the Japanese leagues. What do you guys think about that? I think Cashman is sitting back in his office just, gotcha. 
Yep. Else. <laughs> Tricked you, Angels. Th- thought we were going to sign him? Nope. We knew that. Yep. Yeah, yeah so... fuck you guys. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. That's a wrap there. Bro, we shot hour and a half right there. No, we we have a couple minutes that'll take off. Yo, I got yo, I got the eighth pick of my draft. Ooh. Fantasy. Who should I take? Ooh. Stanton or Judge? They're not even. Up, <laughs> they not even up there. Correa. It's Trout, Altuve. Or, okay, that's 